Master Skywalker. There are too many. Swear words. What are we going to do? <laughs> Terrific. This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings. Hello there. He's no good to me dead. We're fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely. This is where the fun begins. Hello. And thank you for joining us for news, reviews, and interviews from your favorite galaxy far, far away. Hey, my name's Pat, but don't call me Padawan, Collins. And hello there. I am not Andy Hamlin. I am Ryan Sith the Bed Shermaness. Although I showed up, so I guess I didn't really sit the bed. So That's true. That's true you didn't. Yeah. Well, fella, um, we are missing one today. Andy is off. He's uh, I guess spit hit the fan at work. Bit of an outbreak or some of some kind. I don't know. Something like that. Whatever. Some sort of STD or something. I don't know. Again. Uh, <laughs> that guy and his STDs. <laughs> Hepatitis A through Z, that boy. If he's playing I, bingo, then hey, he is a winner. I, I didn't even know it went that far. Hey, well, if, if you know, if there's one to find it, it's our boy Andy. Yeah. 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 This expert that he is. Um, but anywho, we're actually doing pretty good now. This is like the shortest in between episodes we've ever done. I mean, I know. we are down a man, but we're pushing at least. It's for... got, it's, it counts. It counts. It counts. You should get, this, you know, participation marks at least. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just hope the so, fans um, appreciate it. They fucking better. What are we Piece putting in all this shit. hard work for? Listen, God. and you like it. You, you listen fucking good. You hear me? fan you hear me mom you listen good and you put both of them in you turn (laughs) off your work email you listen (laughs) yeah yeah you you put that vacuum cleaner down you stop walking that dog right now here you sit on the ground and you listen you pay attention stop the car pull over this is a podcast you gotta we need a hundred percent of your attention yeah because we're sophisticated as fuck yeah um last time we talked about which uh how dead the zombie has to be for us to sleep with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, how sexy it was. I mean, um, there was mention of like an Ewok in there and, mm-hmm. and how big it would make your member look with this little paws. Which then makes oh, it worse. sick. <laughs> Saying that out loud is horrible. Oh, God damn it. Just more of the uh, fur was my concern. Yeah. Watch the mat. Um, gross. You Anywho. Want to take a shower. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's it's like not a pad. That's, that's not going to wipe out. That's kind of self-cleaning, isn't it? Like yeah. for yourself, anyways. It's kind of like that's the, you know that's, that's the problem with sex. You know, nothing beats sex right after a shower. But then, really, if you're having a good time, you kind of need to have another shower. So it's just right. this vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. until you fall asleep, and then true. Yeah, and then you wake up with a mess. Oh, that's true. Have great that's choices. It's <laughs> <laughs> the one thing they don't show you in the movies. There's never that awkward cleanup part. They're always like, right. snuggling in bed. They're still under the sheets. It's usually always like, as soon as it's done, like, okay, waddle to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, the, the penguin run. Yeah. <laughs> March of okay, the penguin. Can I use your shower? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'll just try not to move and make a bigger mess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hand me that Ewok. Um, <laughs> just like, gross. 
Uh, anywho, speaking of Ewok sex, uh, didn't you have an article with Ray in it? Yeah, it's not an article, but I heard it confirmed somewhere that the new Ray trilogy that we're all so excited about that takes place after the sequel trilogy was confirmed that it's going to take place 15 years later. Okay. So Ray will be 15 years older. I think it's supposed to come out in 2025, which kind of lights up. I think it's, is she still, what was the last movie? 2019? No. 2019. No. Was it 2019? It was 2019 when it was released, yeah. Oh my God. Before the dark times. Before Mm -hmm. the COVID. But I guess, Uh, I guess, how long does the trilogy take place, the sequel trilogy? Is it like quickly or is it like, is there a time gap? I feel like there wasn't really much of a time gap because like, Force I want Awakens. to say a year. I, th- yeah. I think there was a, in between The Force Awakens and Last Jedi, there was nothing. It was instantaneous. Yeah. But I think there was about a year, if I recall correctly, in between The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So she's playing like five years older, I guess, technically, because 2015 was Force yeah. Awakens, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 2015 okay. was Force Awakens. So but what 10 years mean? on from her original age. Um, but yeah. It, Why? Why? <laughs> Why 15 years? I'm curious. What that, What does that mean, 15 years? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. And I'm even wondering about the production. Is that is that even too rushed? 2025, as we sit here in today's Gregorian calendar of Thursday, November 30th, 2023, year of our Lord Vader, it's, is 2025 too rushed? I've not heard of any filming going on yet. Ray didn't even know, or Ray, fucking Daisy Ridley, because uh, she was saying in that article that we read last week, yeah. saying that she uh, wasn't sure how fast things were going to pick up after the writer's strike and everything, yada, 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 but that uh, that things were moving along, at least. So, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it just feels oh, I lied. too I think, I think it might be... Um, there's only three dates on the calendar, but they we don't know what's for what, I think. So oh, we right. have May 2020, 2026, so one more year, okay. December 2026, and December 2027. Okay, those sound Still, a little bit better as far as... But I feel like I'm starting... I'm wondering if the... You know what? It probably makes more sense that the Filoni one, Heir to the Empire, would be the first one, right? Uh, I would think so, just based on how it connects. Things are already in motion. Maybe he's already got dibs on, you know, a lot of these filming locations. I wonder how much of the, uh, what do they call that studio? I keep forgetting it. The, um, the, 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 it's not the eye. What, what do they call it? Where they filmed most of these shows, The Mandalorian. Oh, the volume. The volume thing. I just kept thinking of Catherine Kennedy. Hey, Catherine Kennedy, go get me. Catherine's going to get me. So, but then you know, I'm I'm wondering though. So you have May 2026, and then in the same year, so would you think the Air Empire would lead into this Ray trilogy, and then a year later, would we do Takahatiis? I don't know. And do we know the Ray one's going to be a trilogy, right? No, Daisy said that she wasn't. She knows the story of the first one, but wouldn't be surprised if they made more Hmm. something to that effect. Um, but, uh, that's all she has on the docket right now. And, and I'd be curious to know of the old cast who is returning. And if Ray is more like a supporting character and if they're going to introduce like a whole new arc, hmm. like Ray's the familiar one, of course, but 
is she, is it going to be about her? I mean, yes, if Kathleen Kennedy has her way, of course it's going to be about Ray. But yeah, the way that Daisy Ridley was describing it, it was almost something to the effect of uh, it's not what she was expecting, but that fans are going to be surprised or, or enjoy it or something like that. I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something like she hadn't seen the script, but she knew the story and it wasn't quite what she was expecting. Something along those lines. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of interested, though. I know. Uh, well, fuck it, Star Wars. I mean, you, they could of course. just poop dog shit in a bag and I'd be like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'll dissect it. <laughs> well, and now I was I was thinking about it and I was wondering too with this the way Ahsoka ended. Like, do we think Ahsoka stuck where she is for the entire sequel trilogy, or is she coming back for? Is there going to be a season two of Ahsoka? I'm wondering if there is uh, if this whole 15 years later thing is going to be the return of Ahsoka, maybe. Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering, um, like. I, th- I feel like they want Ahsoka and Ray to be on screen together, but she'd just be too old at that point. So if she's on w- Peridia, Perinium, yep. whatever it's called, <laughs> and <laughs> and there's like some timey wimey shit. So when they do finally make their way back, maybe Thrawn had a big big spaceship, so and he gets back right away. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my preference would be. In some ways. I don't think Filoni would give up his characters for his movie. And it would mm-hmm. be nice to kind of have Filoni kind of put a bow on all that and move away from it. Yeah. Like where, what I, what I don't get have a read on yet. And I think I've mentioned this before is the level of narcissism that exists within Dave Filoni. How yes. much, like how he does seem to be a strong advocate, like liking to play in his own sandbox that he's created, but maybe that's just because that's where his strengths have been. That's where he's succeeded, where he's had the clone wars. He's built this, this, this legacy. Um, and maybe just following through some of these characters that he's created and had a big, yeah, I guess because I think they, they wasn't like a rebels had a pretty solid conclusion. It was clone wars. It didn't originally, yeah, and that wasn't even any fault of his own. That was just because of the sale of Star or uh, Star Wars properties yeah. to Disney and them saying, we're wiping out everything. And then the upcry of the fans saying, like, what the fuck? You've, we've, we've invested so much of our lives. And in a lot of cases, like, people's childhoods invested mm-hmm. in this these characters in this show. So they did the very smart decision of saying, yeah, it's it's that's cool. That's canon. That's canon. And maybe that was their plan all along. Because it did, of course, drive content. It like it drove people discussing it online and outrage, and you know, no, it's it's like there's no such thing as bad press, because um, it gets people talking about it and engaged in it, and you know, it's a great marketing tool essentially to see what that outrage would be. If people mm-hmm. were like, "Meh, fine," then that's their license to say, "Okay, well, let's make our whole new Clone Wars." Then, mm-hmm. or if people were outraged as they were, okay, let's canonize it and then bring it. Here we go. But, I think um, I think honestly, Clone Wars season seven is that the last one is uh, yeah. like the the best of it all. I think it's the oh, tightest of the seasons. The animation's incredible, and it's like so cool to see it like side by side with shots from Revenge of the Sith. Yes, that's my favorite part. It's just how how you get like 
um, you know, the continuation of scenes like that, that round table discussion, yeah, that war table open. discussion, sorry. And then like the doors open and, you know, Ahsoka comes in right after that. You're like, oh, I remember that part of the movie. Yeah, I remember that. And then like you yeah. see that continuation. Um, you see them just like talking about things that just happened uh, that, you know, beyond the fourth wall of the movie, you see what happens in the, you know, mm-hmm. by way of the Clone Wars kind of thing. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it was so much fun to watch. And then of mm-hmm. course, like the, uh, the motion capture suit fight with Ahsoka and Ray Park back yeah. as, uh, as Darth Maul, where he does that little side skip whack, whack with the same edge like of the lake. Jumping and just ah, striking yes. down. Yes. So if good. only he did that to Obi-Wan. <laughs> right? Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops-a-daisy. Uh, but, you know, you know, thinking of that and thinking of how closely it tied to Revenge of the Sith, in some ways I wish Ahsoka, the series, went backwards and showed like what the hell was happening during the original trilogy. Because I yeah. feel like you could have done a similar season with Ahsoka. Yes. And shown like scenes and epi- like, you know what I mean? Like how it fit in. Because like, really, what was she doing? Training Sabine poorly? Like, I don't know. Even one episode. They could have just done like a almost like a montage episode of just like, well, I'm sure we wouldn't have been satisfied with that. We would have wanted more, but we'll be uh, mad. we're going to be upset no matter what. Yeah, that's true. We're Star Wars fans. Who are we kidding? We're going to be this fucking pissed about everything. This is the way. <laughs> uh, fuck Star Wars. Um, but, but yes, but I love it. You also <laughs> I mean, fuck the things you love. So yeah, well, exactly. Right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's life. Love hate. <laughs> it's a love um, hate. Yeah, there you go. It's passion, right? That's what it is. It's passion. There we go. It fuels us all. It's like all you ever see those couples who are just like, why are they together? They're just always fighting. And then you realize, <laughs> oh, I know why. Yeah. yeah that's, that's us in Star Wars. <laughs> that's just something. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you guys have a Star Wars podcast? You guys rip on it all the time. Because well, when it's good, it feels so good. Because when it, I'm just chasing that fucking dragon, baby. That high. We have to get mad about it kind of shit on it a little bit mm-hmm. until it gets yep. it back and then it you know i start yelling at it and it tells me to you know it says choke me daddy and then i just start yeah. you know it it gets me back yeah. it starts you know choking me and you know puts a ball gag in my mouth and you know makes me say my safe word which is of course you know minch just yoda's name it's minch minch yoda yeah, like that. That was. I think that was a um, in our very first episodes when it was just old Andy, Andy and I, before the before the Ryan times. Uh, in order to prevent spoilers, our safe word was Minch, um, because Yoda's original name in some of the script was Minch, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would just say Minch, 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 Minch. Glad they changed it. <laughs> Isn't is like Minch like. English slang for like vagina. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, another South Park episode with Minge and Minji. Clunge. And, uh, Clunge, I think it was. No. No, Clunge is from the In Betweeners. Right. But Minge uh, and I don't know, it's like Robbie or something, but it's basically a story of Oprah's vagina and butthole and uh, <laughs> just how they're trying to take over everything. But very funny South Park episode. Again, another one you have to watch. But mm. we got to stop talking about South Park. It's two weeks in a row. All right. Yeah. What were Daisy we talking Ridley. about? Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Ray, Sky- Ray Skywalker. Ugh. 
<laughs> just saying that as, as, as excited as I was about this new trilogy and kind of hopeful as soon as I say like Ray Skywalker, I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, that. I, for- I forgot about that. So excited about this new Star Wars shit coming out that you forget about the old stuff that already came out. Um, yeah. In some ways though, I think I've heard a lot of spec like rumors that maybe it's going to explore like, kind of what the expanded universe was and what Luke was doing, like with Luke's kid and like all that. Um, and because they couldn't really do that from the sequel trilogy, cause they were all too old. Like now, cause basically where Ray is now is exactly where Luke was at the end of the return of the Jedi. It's like the same trilogy yeah. all over again. So, yeah, um, you know, they're just doing the same thing. So how is it going to be different? I don't know. It's interesting to see uh, like which, which Jedi are going to be around, which which are going to show up from other media. Yeah, is she, is she going to do yeah, it differently? It's... A lady's perspective, potentially. You know? I mean, there's so much good shit that was made in those fucking books. I know, I know, I know. But God, they could just pillage yeah. those storylines and those characters and those well, enemies. Like in John Filoni's new role. If he's he loves he loves it all, right? He's always made references and found ways to kind of recanonize it. So yeah, he I brought Thrawn back. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um. So here's something that Filoni had said. He was speaking recently with the Dagobah Dispatch podcast. Uh, so Filoni Ooh. responds to the question of Ahsoka's future with optimism and, of course, teases the future of his Star Wars characters. He assures viewers that he always know what the future of his characters will be, just as he has ideas for those, uh, had ideas for those in Star Wars Rebels that have now been seen through in Ahsoka. Filoni also discusses how these ideas change and develop over time, remaining faithful to the original concept while also fitting with the story as it's written. And so here's a direct quote from my old Davy boy himself. Sure, I always know where these characters will be seen again. Like I knew at the end of Rebels. I had a lot of ideas back then. Then they formulate and they come out in different ways. I mean, the only way I can do this and keep up with it is if I have an idea of where it all goes. That doesn't mean that I stick to it like it's a recipe, but I do have them in mind uh, when I start any given project where I think it should end up. Otherwise, I don't understand why I'm telling the story. <laughs> okay, so he's writing the ending first and just trying to piece his way there, essentially. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I know, I'm just fucking sweating over that. I'm just like, uh, what? <laughs> what um, but, like, in a lot of cases, the ending is already written in this. In the case of the sequels, so it's like, how do you justify those the best, or justify the outcome? Like how, 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 yeah, leads like how much can you justify it, or how much can you retcon? Yeah, I still yeah, I, wish I, I, that somehow they can make it that it's not really Palpatine. Like I don't know. Yeah, like it is Palpatine, but it's like a clone of Palpatine. Like it's this, his, it, it's his it makes him brother too like, Yeah, it's his brother, like John Palpatine. <laughs> it's John Palpatine. John Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was you killed my brother. I'm his twin Sh- brother. She- Shmo. <laughs> Shmo. <laughs> Shmo Palpatine. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, I always like the idea that he had a plan in motion but never got to actualize it. And then it was like other people who came together and put the beast together to resurrect him. 
And I always like yes. my head canon was that like Thrawn recognized the power of Palpatine or a leader like Snoke and decided to create one that he was puppeting. And then it turned on him somehow because his, yeah. like his thing always in the shows or whatever, like he was a super tactician, except for when it came to the force. That was like, I don't understand it. So yeah. Maybe he misjudged that he could control this person and he gets killed. Yeah, and he always had those. He did have always have those uh, Isilamari, those little yeah, critters that could block the force. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's like a fuck up with one of those. He got way too cocky and confident, and then like somehow the Isilamari didn't return. Mm. And uh, you know what I want? Frank, and I know Frankenstein's monster essentially kills him. But I want Mara Jade. I want somehow maybe See, if you I can't don't... have Luke, deep fake Luke think he... in every scene. Do you think Apparently he actually he does her. hate her? Or was that, or was that like a robot chicken, like that little scene? I can't. I don't know if that's real. Of George Lucas blowing up like that about Mara Jade. There's a a very famous, not a very famous clip, but a clip of like Seth Green in the room and a couple other writers of his, and one of the people, one of the writers said like, "Now, what are your thoughts on Mara Jade? Didn't you create her? Like, what's your?" And George Lucas just explodes, just loses his freaking mind. Uh, I think that is a joke, but I do think it comes from like the reason they put it in there is because he does have a disdain for her for whatever reason. Uh, weird. I wonder why. I really do I wonder know. why. Yeah. George, open up, buddy. He's just not part of that social media generation. So he's not like one to sit on a, a TikTok and have like a little, he's look, here's old. the deal why I don't like Mara Jade. She. Here's my hot takes, take, guys. Here's my hot take. You sassy little nerds. Shut up once and for all, will you? Here's the deal. You piece of shit. You, you fucking nerds. Um, I wrote this shit high on coke. <laughs> yeah, really? It I, doesn't make any sense, you idiots. I've got my pad of yellow paper, my favorite HP number two pencil, an eight ball of my favorite Colombian cocaine, and my favorite porno. Time to write Phantom Menace. <laughs> uh, yeah chapter one Mari Jade sucks uh, good times good times but alas anywho what else is new in the Star Wars universe tell me Google do we talk about Taika do we talk about Taika Basically yes saying let's talk about Taika no, well, you know what? He said something else after that, though. Um, he said that he hopes to uh, envelop the feelings that were evoked in the original trilogy. Something to that effect. Um, well, and did, did I bring did it up he, here? Did he directed? Did he direct any of the Mandalorian season one? I believe I so. Like he did. I think Me he too. did. Did he direct the finale? Maybe. When AG AG eleven or AG eighty eight? What's the name? Was that one? Um, I don't know. That's a very good question. I feel like he did. Take away Star Wars. Hmm. So Taika Waititi shares his vision for upcoming Star Wars film. Director Taika Waititi has finally given fans a. Oh, sorry. This is from Hype Beast. Uh, has finally given fans a preview of what is to come for his Star Wars film. Sharing his vision for the upcoming movie, Watiti said it is not he is 
not looking to rush the project and wants to get it right for legacy fans. He said on the Kelly Clarkson show, yeah, I've been developing that for a few years, but I think with any film, it's, uh, but that one, wait, let me start again. But I think with any film, but that one in particular, it's something I'd really like to get that one right. I'm fucking butchering this. Uh, So I don't want to rush it. It's just going to bobble along in the side. It's exciting. He also shares with fans, I want to capture the joy and the entertainment of those early ones. The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure that out. It'll happen. He's treating it like a fucking side gig? It's like, yeah, I'll just pencil it on every once in a while in between episodes. Uh, well, he was Dundee down and saying, Basically, he had no interest in doing a Marvel movie, but was broke. So then he did Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I saw that too, yeah. But he's Which, broke like, I love Taika, but then, and I love Thor Ragnarok, but he seemed, his, like, I, Love and Thunder came off so cynical that he just did not give a shit. It was so obvious that he just, like, oh, he didn't want to bother right directing. In. It just let Chris rant and do his, like, improv every single line and just, ugh, it's just a hot yeah. mess, that movie. It's not good. It was not great. It's not great. Um, but, but, but have you ever seen Jojo Rabbit? That movie will destroy your soul. I heard it. No, I it have is, not seen it yet. I, I'm waiting for an airplane is, ride for that one. I haven't been traveling. It is not a happy-go-lucky so. movie. It's funny. There's some dark humor in it. It's quite good for yeah. context listeners. Taika Waititi directed a movie, I want to say, like four years ago now, okay. about a yeah. little boy uh, growing up during World War II who, yes, who has an imaginary friend who's Hitler, and that's played oh, yeah. by Taika because he's like a German He's like a German kid, so obviously, you know, with propaganda, he, he thinks the yep. Nazis are great, and he's, like, idolizing right. Hitler. And then, of course, um, and then it turns out his mom, Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a Jewish girl in their house. And then he meets her and befriends her, and then realizes, wait a second. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe this isn't right. It's actually a really sweet, funny movie. But yeah. But it is, it, is, it is dark at times. It is something, will, eh? It's good. It's quite good. But okay. it's not, it's I want to watch fun. it like invested. Yeah. Like, so if you see stuff like that day. or like Hunt for the Wilder people, like he's he's a good director, but he's not like he's like he's a creative like auteur. Like he doesn't, you know, he's gonna do his own thing. So it's, which makes it, me nervous about Star Wars in some ways. Like I hope if they give him something that's like just a far off planet that doesn't mar- doesn't have to connect, but you know, there's obviously elements that are like Star Wars. You know, that feels Star Wars. Yes, yes. He's not going to have the first Star Wars movie that comes back to theaters. The yeah. one where, you know, the J.J. Abrams-esque kind of hype that we all had for um, uh, Force Awakens, that kind of thing, where everyone's just like, ah. yeah, I drank, I drank that Kool-Aid. Me too. I fucking butt-chugged that Kool-Aid. I was just like, give me <laughs> more. Uh, almost got in a fight because we were in the theater and the, the opening crawl was coming up. And I think she was on her phone or something. I'm like, just shut off your phone right now. Shut off your phone. You don't know how important this is. She's like, excuse me. I was just like, don't you touch my phone. Like I was took it away like a dad. Like, Give me that. You were. Put that down right now. I was not, I was not rational. Oh, yeah. I had, I, I had, a, I had a very time. similar experience. Um, when uh, I was uh, in high school, I was dating a, dating a gal. And we went to go see the movie The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, um, unbeknownst to me, there was the that was my first exposure to the episode three Revenge of the Sith trailer. Ooh. 
And so as soon as I heard the music, I was like, <gasps> and she I started talking. That. That just right. Made me think. Trailers are just like like I you sc- I flick through them on Instagram. Oh, what's that? And I come across these trailers that I'm just like, oh, I really want to see that. Uh, like, yeah. Or it's force fed into me somehow through scrolling through movies instead of just being genuinely surprised in mm-hmm. something like like a movie theater. Like movie theater trailers used to be the fucking tits, and I that think they the do reasons. have. Yeah, I think they do have variations that they only show in theaters now. Yeah, but it's usually only specific directors that push for that. Like Christopher Nolan, like Mm -hmm. insisted that like, I don't know, it was Tenet or even Oppenheimer, like the trailer, the first trailer could only be seen in front of a certain movie or whatever. Mm. Like I think Tenet was like before Dune maybe or the other way around. Oh, okay. Um, But it is rare. But like you reminded me, like that's when you found out which movies are coming out. Yeah. Or like that was the first time you'd see a trailer. You had no idea when the trailer was going to, come out there would be like rumors like hey here this 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 trailer for this movie might be in the front of the movie like i i remember seeing the movie pearl harbor which yeah um and seeing the spider-man the first spider-man trailer with the twin towers in it and just be like really like i remember knowing that toby mcguire was in it and that it was happening but you had no idea and it was like always surprised like you're just like oh oh my god yeah. Or now, like, there's like a trailer for the trailer, and then there's they say it's yeah. dropping at this time tomorrow. Like, it turns into some weird event that is. And you've still already seen the costume usually, like, or whatever it is. Like, you've already right? seen most of it, and like, but yeah, yeah. There's little clips within the trailer of the trailer that kind of spoil the trailer. Yeah. It's like fuck. God damn I used it. to watch like Entertainment Tonight every night for the possible like glimpse of some no movie yeah. that maybe I wanted to see. Like, yeah, and it was always there like was a two second of... behind the scene, like well, we're going to talk to George Lucas. I'm like, yeah, I'm making Star Wars, and it's like that was it. I was like, oh, yeah, yes. he's making Star Wars. He said it. Oh my god. Oh god. I know it used to be so good, and like Meet Joe Black, that was the best example of it, where it was like a wicked high grossing movie, mm-hmm. purely because folks would pay the full movie admission to watch the Phantom Menace trailer, and then once that was done, Just leave. leave. And what they started doing was showing it after the film, so folks had to stick through the movie in order to watch the fucking two-minute two trailer for uh, Phantom Menace. You'll thank me later. Maybe you've seen it. But have you ever seen the movie Meet Joe, Joe Black? I have. I liked it. Oh, the, and the way he dies when he gets hit by a car? Yep. <laughs> That's the only part I've oh. seen in that movie. It was like early CGI, and they de- for some reason they decided, like, we're going to CGI this, this man being hit by a car. It was so weird, yeah. But yeah. The, I actually really like that movie. I think I saw it twice. Um, people but like sleep on Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is a solid actor. Yeah. He's, he, I, he knows I what he can do, and he's good at it. Benjamin Button, I don't care if it was pretentious as shit. I enjoyed it. I, I fucking love Benjamin Button. My only my only critique is that when he was a baby and he was an old man, he was little. So really, when he got younger by the end, he shouldn't have shrunk down to a baby. He should have just been like a giant baby. An old, a giant old man baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah, I know. But really, if but you think about you're it, right. is that different? You're right. Absolutely right. Think about a it. When you babies. see newborns, they look like, like little old men. They do they look anyways, amazing yeah. to you. They look so adorable, and you know, months later, years later, you look back, dear God, like, oh, I look like a we left that into our house. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it should be in a soup. <laughs> Baby soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Benjamin Button was a fucking classic. 
I was born under unusual circumstances. It was great in CGI. Like, oh. Yeah, That's for the time, solid. 2008. Back in the time. Right? Like when he put his face on the little kid, this old yeah. face. <laughs> so creepy. Seven, but I look a lot older. <laughs> How did they even pitch that movie? I don't know. Well, it was a short story that okay. was uh, it was based on. And the like he was like a foul-mouthed little fucker in the uh, in the short story. Smoking I read cigarettes. it. Yeah. Um but they they expanded on it greatly for the the movie itself. But mm. uh, yeah, great movie though. I think he. I'd like to see him as a like a fucking grand Jedi in this new Star Wars shit. Bruce, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, I know Andy hates it, but I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like I, I'll put that on just randomly and just watch it just for to see him and Leo just like shoot the shit. It's like enjoyable for me to watch. Huh. When they're when they're I'm like watching the second go. When they're like I watching should. TV together and he's like <laughs> and like and Brad's like, Oh, here it comes. And they're just like <laughs> it's the funniest shit. Um but yeah. And you just gotta appreciate it for like what it is. Yeah. And just like listen to I think it. I, just, overth- I, I, I overthink quote it that all the time. Yeah. You know? But Silly. Good old Brad. Have you ever seen um Twelve Monkeys? Yes, that was fucked. He yeah. like improv did a bunch of that too, didn't he? I think apparently drank like a shit ton of coffee and just yeah. Like, there was something weird that they made him do, yeah. or just like let him go off, or they, they deprived him of cigarettes. That's what it was, ah, uh, and that's what made him so crazy. Solid movie, late nineties. Fight Club is an all time that that's a favorite of mine, like a mm-hmm. top five movie of me, top five book of all time is Fight Club. It's- did you, this is going off on a tangent, but did you watch The Killer with Michael Fassbender on Netflix? No, I didn't. It's directed by Mike David Fincher, who, of course, did Fight oh, Club. really? But this time he's reuniting with his, the guy who wrote Seven. And basically, it's ah. a, I watched it. It's actually quite good. It's kind of like a similar vibe to John Wick, but not as like over-the-top action. It's like okay. this like More super... Yeah, like he plays Dave Fass, Michael Fassbender plays uh, like an assassin who's very meticulous and very, you know. But then something goes wrong, and then he goes on like a killing spree to get revenge. Oh, it's very, interesting. It's good. Yeah. Okay. I, I hate the idea. Yeah. But the writer is the guy who wrote Seven. Another great movie. That is, Another as you movie. get older, becomes harder to watch. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. <laughs> There's the a box. lot of movies like that. What's in the box? Come on. Oh, you real? You serious? Ah, oh, gee. Oh, this sucks. Ah, whiz. Are you serious? What's in the box? Yeah, come on. You're pulling my leg. Come on. What's in the box? What if he just left? He's just like, nah, I'm not doing it. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, one more trailer comment. We've gone on such an anti-Star Wars, not anti-Star Wars, but... Well, I guess this is sort of Star Wars in the in the vein. I, be, I guarantee you there will be a Star Wars reference in this. The new Ted TV show. Oh, yeah, it's a prequel. I didn't even see the... I didn't watch the trailer. Does it look good? You haven't seen the trailer yet? No. Oh, fuck, I'm going to send it to you as soon as we're done here. It looks dynamite. Ted looks was a surprisingly awesome movie. I, didn't, I don't know if I watched the second one. Second one is okay, not as good as the first one, but I think like it's like cult status where it's like once you rewatch it yeah. without the expectation of how crazy the first one was and how good the first one was, the second one is just like, all right, it's still pretty good. There's still a bunch of quotes where they tried like jerk off Tom Brady, um, all this other shit. But the the prequel TV show, 
looks very very fucking good it takes place in 1993 where they have to go to high school together is it when he first gets the bear no he's already grown up with the bear a little bit but they're going to high school together now so it's like the first time they smoke weed together um they start talking like having sex ed and like uh it's a a, a lot of hijinks you can tell i love my one of my all-time favorite scenes of any movie is when him and mark Wahlberg are going back and forth with what the girl's name is yeah <laughs> and it just like tiff call it i, 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 I want to believe that that was one take oh i know he's a fucking picky <laughs> but then i always think about that like if you meet someone with like a lynn like something lynn or something you know or yeah. crystal or yeah just oh, all these white trash names <laughs> it was one of those ones i just said but with a lynn behind it Yes. yes. Oh, I got you, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I love it. I love it. On that fun note, thank you, everyone. Shorter episode tonight. Yeah, I don't know not, if we got much left in the tank, and I don't want to. There's not much to talk horse. about. We can only there's, shit on. Should we talk about the sequels again? We can shit on the sequels again. We go. We, yeah. We haven't done that be, Yeah. We, we need like a segment for that. Like, sequels toilet. Whoosh. Well, and I, you know what? Sound. It's kind of related to Star Wars. I watched the new South Park episode, and it was fantastic. It was very good, wasn't it? <laughs> Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy. Kennedy's going give me. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yes, it is. It is very, very good. Highly recommended, and mm-hmm. like not good in the sense of just like I agree with this, but good in the I sense like, that. But it to just, be fair, I think they kind of make fun of both sides. They oh, make absolutely. fun of the people getting upset about what Kathleen Kennedy's done. But then also yep. pointing out like the laziness of Disney, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's like the complacency. You can all. be critical of both. You know what I mean. You don't have to be an asshole about it, but at the same time, you can be still recognize that Disney is just being lazy as fuck and just being like, "We'll just recycle all the same shit, but we'll make it's... it diverse, quote unquote, and pretend like we're doing <laughs> good things for the world." And if anyone gets mad at us, we'll like throw it in their face and call them a racist, even though we're just making yes. hand over fist billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, we're we're the victim here, trying to save the yeah. world. Although this is the first year, 2023, that Disney had not produced a billion dollar movie in like many, many, many years, apparently. Yeah. I can't remember the exact statistic, but it was many years that they've not produced a billion, a movie that's revenue a billion dollars. Well, it shows too, like, like the, look at the movies that did amazing this year. It's, you know, got Oppenheimer, you got Barbie, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think is the only Marvel movie that was like good produced at all and uh-huh. you have to think that's james gunn doing that yeah because um, he unlike every other marvel movie he actually writes the full script before they shoot it um and oh, then yeah. oppenheimer you got christopher nolan you know yeah. making quality movie and then barbie even though it's like barbie you have someone like greta gerwig who's like this is her baby this is what the story she wanted to tell and it's a very unique movie yeah. like it's not yeah. like what you would expect so well, the it's- issue is not female leads it's not diversity it's making good movies you know yeah. like yeah barbie was actually like it wasn't uh, like it wasn't my favorite movie in the world but just the the fact of its originality was yeah. so like all the real sets and shit that's fucking good I, yeah I, I thought it was a good movie i just didn't have a good time because it was like it was way more depressing than i thought it would be yeah. <laughs> all i could think about was my kid growing up and being like is she not gonna think i'm cool like right? this is sad yeah. i don't want to think about that but it, it's a very personal movie and it's i don't know i think all the power to like creators and directors who actually make the movie they want to make 
Yes, exactly. Without the fucking Kathleen Kennedys of the world telling them what to do and what to put in it and who to put in it. And yeah. for no other reason than to just tick a box. Yeah. So, yeah. Alas. <sighs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to us tonight. We greatly, well, today. Tonight is we're recording, but I doubt you're listening to it tonight. Uh, you could be. You could be. bath with some candles, glass of wine. A nice toaster plugged in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just me? All right. Uh, well, thank you again, everybody. Hope you enjoyed listening to us. Uh, like tune in. in the bath. <laughs> now for a nice piece of toast and my favorite bubbly, bubbly bath. Uh, tune in uh, another time soon, hopefully with all three of us. But uh, hey, we'll, we, we got to make do with what we got to make do with. Yeah. Yep. Check us out on Instagram at Good Morning Alderon. On behalf of my very handsome co-host, Ryan, I just want to say thanks for listening. And hey, always be a Jedi in the streets. And both of us together now. And, <laughs> and sit Sith in, in the sheets. sheets. All right, nailed it in one. Good night, everybody. Uh, All right. Good bye. 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 Good night, everyone. Sleep tight. Yeah. How do we make this episode better? I know. Put a chick in it. And <laughs> <laughs> make it gay. Make, make it, it gay. And lame. Uh, I actually thought the black Cartman was hilarious. Yes. She absolutely. Was, like, amazing. It was it was like as yeah. soon as as soon as she, she started telling her plan, like of what she wanted to do, I'm like, she's just making a computer so she can play that video game. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so Cartman. She is yeah. that Cartman of that it, universe. It works so well. Dynamite. It and I also really different. appreciated the whole like the handyman storyline because right now like we've we, we have to redo our bathroom and we've struggled to find a contractor that actually like doesn't ghost us because I think contractors just have so much work right now so they oh, do absolutely. not give a shit so they're just yeah. like yeah you know oh yeah I'll do it oh, here's a ridiculous quote do you want it okay whatever see ya like they don't care Bye. and watching that it's just like all these handymen just like <laughs> yeah we're fucking do shit we're doomed yeah. Uh, good night, society.